Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's Russ, and I am here with the amazing, wonderful Adrian Richardson, who is our director of lead generation here at Clients on Demand. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about your competition and specifically how do you make your competition irrelevant? I know this is something that people worry about, honestly, probably way more than they should, but especially if you're first starting out. If you're looking at the, the market that you're, you're, you're trying to get into and you look around at the people in that market, and you see there's a lot of people there that have been in business for a long time. They maybe have bigger followings than you. They've got the beautiful websites. They've got you know all these different things. They've got the fancy, fancy pictures and, and the big audiences and all this other stuff. You might think to yourself, how can I possibly compete with those people? So what we're going to do today is talk about some strategies that people don't really think of, honestly, that we have found you can use in pretty much any market to make your competitors like totally irrelevant so that you don't even have to worry about it. And it's just as if they're not even there. Hmm. So Adrian, what's going on today? That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> into it. Um, yeah. So I think the first thing to realize is that competition is actually a good thing. And, and it's a good thing for a few reasons. When I'm going into a niche or when you're going into a, a niche or, or a market, if there's no one else there hmm. and it's total crickets and no one is trying to solve a similar problem to what you solve, it's actually a big red flag because you might think to yourself, oh man, you know, I've got it made. There's no one else here. But sometimes if there's no one else there, it's like it, it just means that there isn't a real demand at all for what it is that you have. So having competitors is fantastic because it allows you to see, oh man, people are succeeding in this space. The question is what you make that mean to yourself. If you look at that and you say, I see people succeeding in this space, therefore I can't do it, then that's obviously not going to help you out. But what you should say is, I see people succeeding in this space. Therefore, if those idiots can do it, I can do it too. I think that's the healthiest way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, there's nothing new under the sun, right? Like everything that's going to be invented has been invented. So, I mean, you know, there's always new technology coming out. But the truth is, is that people still have the same basic needs they always need. And so you're always going to have your health offer or your weight loss offer, your business offer, like we're human beings, we still have the same needs in life. And so when you are delivering some kind of service, and I, I agree with you 100%, it's, it's almost impossible that you're going to come up with something that nobody's ever done before. Right. And so of course, you're going to have competition. And that is good. Like you said, if I can look around and see that there's 10 other, other Facebook experts out there making great money, then that's encouraging for me that awesome. Somebody else out there is doing it. It's, it's a great market. It's in need. It's in demand. And so therefore, I don't need to worry about my competition. That's actually encouraging to me. Right. So right there, you see, hey, look, man, someone's making money in this space. Someone mm -hmm. is succeeding here. So then once you see that, it gives you somebody to take a look at. And you can look at that person and look at their business and say, hey, look, man, 
where is this person succeeding? What are they doing right? And, and where is this person dropping the ball? Are they undercharging? Are they getting good results for their clients? Or is it like all about them? You know, is their business model optimized? Are like they doing kind of big launches and it's kind of a train wreck? Or do they have consistent income and consistent lead flow? You can look at what they're doing and you can say, okay, I'm sure they're getting some things right. If they're actually succeeding in this space, they must be doing some things right. So let's take a look. At, let's take a look at that. But even more importantly, let's take a look at what they're doing wrong. Because that can be a huge, huge guide for you. If you look at this and you see someone make a mistake or you see someone screwing up in some way, I'm not saying make a big deal out of it or call them out or attack them or anything like that. What I'm saying is make a note to yourself to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do it better. And so if you're the first person to go into a marketplace, it's like you're stepping on all the landmines, you're flailing (laughs) around, you have no idea what the heck's going on and you you gotta make every mistake. But never let someone else's mistake go to waste. Learn from your own mistakes, but especially if there's a competitor in the space, keep an eye on what they're doing. What are they doing that works? What are they doing that doesn't work? And then if you see them do something that doesn't work, make a note to yourself not to make that same mistake. Yeah. Well, I think it's so easy. These, you know, there's a difference between following someone and looking at what they're doing and saying, well, let me figure out what they're doing right versus assuming what they're doing is right and and saying, well, if I just do that too, I'll have success too. Because that's what we do is we see all these people. It's like, oh, they're all over Facebook. They're on stage at conferences. They're taking all these pictures with all these other well-known people and posting it online. And that makes us assume that what they're doing works. And we should be we should be watching to see what they're doing. But I love how you said, don't just look at what they're doing right, but look at where are the gaps? Where are they missing things? What are complete people complaining about when in terms of maybe working with that person? Because then you're you're able to find a place to fill that gap or to fill something that's missing from their program. But don't just look at them and say, well, they've got all the success. They're all over Facebook. They're posting all these things. If I just do what they do, I'm going to have the same success. Cause I I've fallen into that, you know, especially when I was new in this, you watch other Facebook people and say, well, they're doing a webinar and then they're doing a launch or they're doing some videos and then they're doing this. And so I would get in my head that like, Oh, well, I'll just do that too. And the key is, is to look deeper than that is is what you're saying and like what are they doing well but what are they doing wrong or what are where are they missing the the point kind of mm-hmm. and what gaps can you fill in or modify what you're doing in a way that makes it different and better exactly so like how can you take whatever it is that they're doing their strategy and look at the good things they're doing and look at the bad things they're doing, but then find those gaps and say, well, where is this person dropping the ball? Where is this person screwing up? How can I swoop in and do a better job? And that's how you begin to think about it. So if you don't have any competition, you're flying blind. But if you do, it's such a huge advantage for you if you can just condition yourself to see it that way. Absolutely. so, so talking about then, then looking at these entrenched competitors, right? These people with these huge audiences. One thing that I, I really want you guys to understand is that audience does not equal revenue. Mm-hmm. It's really important that you understand that. The whole myth, I would say, of marketing in the last 10 years is that you've got to put out all this content. You have to build this huge audience. And that if you spend all this time and all this energy grinding out content, building this huge audience mm-hmm. that somehow, some way, by some magic, those people are going to like magically become your customers and give you money. And it just isn't true, guys. It yeah. just absolutely isn't true. Most people either don't know how to build an audience in the first place, or if they do, 
That's all they know how to do. Where, yeah, they can get people to read their blog. They can get people maybe to sign up for a newsletter. They can get people to watch their YouTube videos. Maybe they can even get people to read their books, but they can't get people to actually invest money with them and become a real customer that's going to buy from them again and again and again. So most of these people who are building these big audiences, believe it or not, guys, their focus is not revenue. Their focus is significance. Yep. Building an audience because they want to feel like a big shot. And that's a, that is a huge mistake to make because if you know how to market yourself properly in such a way where your marketing isn't all about you, it's actually about your audience and about serving the people that you're talking to and you know how to do that, you can wipe the floor with these people with big audiences because yeah, their audience might be bigger than yours, but people are going to want to buy from you more than them. They're not going to you know, want to watch every YouTube video you've ever made. They're going to come in and they're actually going to buy something from you, which if you're running a business, that's what you want. Yeah. The biggest thing with content marketing and, and a big push for content marketing is like, well, you put, you churn out all this content, you put out your very best, best material, right? Give your best stuff away for free is what everybody says. And then all these people are going to see how great and wonderful you are. And they're going to want to buy from you, but you have to have enough people that are reading it and looking at you. And so, you know, you can run ads to get likes on your Facebook page. You can freaking go on Fiverr and buy Twitter likes. Like, and there's people who do that because they believe that if I just have this big enough following that it's going to make me money. And so they might have a huge following on Facebook. They might have a million views on their YouTube videos. Like I said, you might see them speaking on stages or, or any of those things. But the truth is, is that that does not always correlate with how much money they make. And, you know, we joke all the time that a lot of people have no idea who clients on demand is. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we're doing more revenue than all the other well-known gurus out there. And most people don't even know who we are. And so don't be fooled by thinking, you know, the money's in the list, as people will say, and just grow your list as big as you can and you'll make money because we all know plenty of people and we even get people that apply for clients on demand that are struggling because they've spent all their time giving away their best stuff. And then that hasn't resulted in any revenue for them and they're struggling. We have people apply to be in COD all the time that have bigger audiences than we do. Mm -hmm. it, but they're, they're making like less than one tenth of what we're making. And I would and say what's crazy is when we show them how to monetize it, they make like a bajillion dollars. <laughs> yeah. <in it. laughs> they can make you how to monetize it really fast. But the thing is like, what the thing I want you guys to understand is just to not be intimidated by those big numbers. If yeah. you see someone with a big audience, it's irrelevant. It's like worrying about how tall your competition is or like what their shoe size is, the number of likes they have or the number of people on YouTube that are following them or whatever it is. It, it just doesn't matter. It's totally irrelevant. And again, guys, I would say most of our competitors, like our top level competitors, probably have audience sizes, what, five to 10 times the size of ours in most cases, but they're At doing least. probably less than half the revenue most of the time. Yeah. And it just yeah. goes to show you that there is a huge difference between getting all these people to just click something that says subscribe or click something to say they like you and actually getting people to like reach in into their wallet and make an investment to work with you. Those are two yeah. totally different things. Uh, we've even had other people call us out and make fun of us. I'm like, oh, you only have, you know, 400 <laughs> Facebook, Twitter followers or something yeah. like, and it just really is funny how fooled we are, you know, in this industry by believing that. And I used to work with a, a woman who is a comedian and she would buy so many Twitter likes because she believed that if she had a big enough following on social media, that that would help catapult her business and she would be able to make more money. And all the Twitter followers in the world didn't change her bank account because it just if you don't have a way to monetize that audience and deliver something to them that makes 
a difference in their life and that you can get them to take action on it, that audience doesn't matter. And so that's one way that you just can completely make your competition is irrelevant. Their audience size is irrelevant. It has no impact whatsoever on the amount of revenue that you're going to be able to generate and the amount of people you're going to be able to reach. Seriously, guys, just just disregard it. So if you're in a space right now where you're looking at these people that have these massive followings and you're just going, how can I possibly compete with that? Here's how. The first and most important principle that I would probably want you to do is to focus on outcomes. Yeah. So let me explain what this means. Every business, including yours, exists to help people create a certain outcome that they want. So if you're a health coach, people want to become healthier. If you help people deal with hormone issues, they want to balance their hormones. If you're a business coach, they want to get more leads. They want to make more sales. They want to get more clients. Whatever it is, that is the outcome that people are coming to you to achieve. Okay, But the mistake that I can guarantee you 90% of your competitors are making right now is that they're spending all their time talking about the how. In other words, they're spending all their time talking about, well, this is my process and this is where I got certified and this is why I'm so great. Especially people telling their freaking story. Like, <laughs> people, yeah. it's like, here's my story about when I bought a puppy when I was five. Now, don't you feel connected to me? Because I told this story. It's like, bro, come on. Most people are focused on themselves or they're focused on their process. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say that's 95% of your competitors. You have the power to swoop in to just about any market you want. If you just start focusing everything on the outcome that your client actually wants. So you're not going to spend a lot of time talking about you. You're not going to spend a lot of time talking about your process and how great it is. You're going to talk about, hey, this is what you want. This is the problem that you have. And this is why you need to solve it right now. If you just do that, your message is going to connect with people, not in a way that maybe makes them subscribe or watch tons of videos. Your message is going to connect with people in a way that makes them go, yes, I need to do business with this person right now because they're going to help me fix my problem. Right. People get so caught in the weeds. And again, it's just because they're watching what other people are doing. They're assuming it's working, but they get so stuck in like, well, we have five Q&A calls and we have 44 modules and we have 36 hours of training and 10 bonuses. And they're so focused on telling all these people what they're going to get. And instead of focusing on what's going to happen, and that is one of the number one things I see people doing wrong over and over and over again. And they're literally just doing it because they see everybody else doing it. Well, so-and-so did this. So I have to do this. So-and-so talked about every week in their membership program or in their program. And so I have to do that. And the truth is, is that nobody cares how many Q&A calls there are. Nobody cares how many modules there are. Nobody cares about that. They just want to know that you're going to fix their problem, that you're Mm -hmm. going to solve it for them and you have the solution. And when you look at your competition and what they're doing, you're just following into the same gap and you're copying and you don't even know why. You don't even know if it works. And so, you know, make them completely irrelevant by focusing on the outcome that you can deliver for them. So this is the thing that you guys need to understand is that as a company grows, even if that company started out with really good intentions, and most of the time they don't, but even if the company started out with really good intentions, somewhere along the line, that company probably became about like one of two things, either money or significance, money or significance, where either their number one driving force was how can I make more money or their number one driving force for the business owner was like, how can I be a big celebrity and a big shot and look cool and then Mm -hmm. make people like me, right? Mm -hmm. So 
the bigger your competitors are, guys, the more likely it is that they've fallen into one of those two traps. And it's really important that you understand that those are big, fat traps that almost every business falls into. So then how do you differentiate with those people? Well, you don't be income-driven and you don't be significance-driven. You be results-driven where you start with that outcome. What's the outcome I provide for people? How can I build all my marketing around that? And then how can I create an offer that actually helps people achieve that thing? Not something that necessarily puts tons of money in my pocket, even though it will. Not something that makes you look like a super ninja guru or something, even though it might. The number one priority is to be totally results-driven. So everything in the company is just built around what's the, what's the result people are coming to me for and how can I create something that actually helps them get it. Not that teaches them how or gives them some information, but that's transformation so they can actually make the change. No matter what niche you're in right now, I can almost guarantee you your competitors are not doing this. And the bigger they are, the less likely it is that they actually have something that's results-driven. I promise you. Well, I mean, I remember when I first got into this space and the first like class that I took, it was all about like put out an info product, like teach people a bunch of stuff, put it out there for this really low price. You won't have to do anything. You know, you won't have to talk to people. You won't have to answer to them. You won't have to offer any support. You're literally just going to like sell this thing and make a bunch of money. And like everything else in internet marketing, I feel like we just look around and we copy what everybody else is doing. And so a bunch of people jumped on the bandwagon of, I'm going to do all these info products. I'm going to sell it for $97. And it doesn't solve their problem, you know, permanently. Like you said, it's, it's just information. It's not transformation and it's, it's not results driven. It's just a matter of how many of these can I sell? It doesn't matter if these people actually take action. I don't even know how many of them take action. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just about sell as many of them as you possibly can. So you can make a whole bunch of money without doing any work. So it's very easy. Passive income. Passive income. Yeah. So it's very easy to stand out from the competition when you actually put something out on the market that gets people amazing results. It's just that simple. And then the, the other great thing about that is that when you do that, you can actually charge accordingly. Because there's no comparison between someone's $97 video course or whatever and your higher priced offer that's designed to really get the result. Mm -hmm. So most of these big companies, guys, and these big competitors, they're just not willing to do what it takes to help their clients actually do the work and actually win. They're just not willing to. They've either got too much going on or their business model isn't leveraged, or you know they, they do a big launch and then immediately right away, they're worried about the next launch because that's how they make the money. You know, and it's, and it's fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But what I'm saying is if you're looking at these competitors and that's how they've set things up, you can swoop in there and just focus on results and focus on outcomes and then charge accordingly mm-hmm. because there's no comparison. I would much rather buy a $5,000 program that's designed to really get me results than I would to buy some than I would buy, you know, someone's $97, you know, ebook or whatever, just because they have 100,000 Twitter followers. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, and I think that people are getting really tired of that, too. It kind of went into that thing where it was like the super popular thing was to sell this $47 thing, this $97 thing. And people were just jumping on it thinking, oh, wow, I'm gonna get my problem solved really cheaply. But I think that what the market has realized over time is that it didn't solve their problem. And they could have saved that money and applied it towards something that was more robust and actually delivered results. And it would have been better for them in the long run. And and so a lot of people, when you're putting out the cheap product, these days, people are 
really already assuming that it's not very good if it's that cheap. Like, right. so you're already kind of telling the whole world, like, mm, this isn't that great. It's only worth $47. Like, believe me, they're not going, oh my goodness, this is such a steal. They're going <laughs> to, you're going to so- save my marriage with this $47 program. They're not thinking that. Like, yeah. none of us think that way. And, and so you, when you charge what you should be charging, what the value of the results that you deliver are, then you're positioning yourself in the market as being the best solution. And you don't even have to worry about all those other $497 programs or $47 programs out there. It doesn't even matter. Absolutely. And so I really hope that you guys are understanding this here because most of you guys are going into these markets that are saturated. You're going into these markets like your fitness coaches or relationship coaches. I mean, there's tons of those. You're a business coach. There's billions. I mean, who knows? There's so many. Millions. So, yeah. it, millions, right. So if you go in there and you want to stand out, focus on results and charge accordingly because most people just either it hasn't even occurred to them to do that because getting results isn't their priority yeah. or if it has occurred to them, they said, no, 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 no. I want the passive income. No, 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 no. I want that lifestyle business where I don't have to do anything. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing too, guys, if you do this properly, it's not like you have to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours every week doing tons and tons and tons and tons of work. You can still do this in a leveraged way, but what's going to happen is that you're actually going to find it to be much, much more rewarding. Mm-hmm. You're really going to be helping people win. You're not just going to be giving them some info. You're actually going to watch them do the work and watch their life transform. And I can tell you that is more rewarding than anything out there. That is what it's all about for us. And that's what it's all about for our clients where you know every day they're telling us about the difference they're making in all these people's lives. Yeah. I think it, that's, that's key is you're differentiating yourself by just caring enough to get people results. Yeah, exactly. And then finally, guys, I would say that the way to the way to differentiate is just to make it easy for yourself to win. And and that has to do with just really boiling your business down to the basics. Because here's the deal. If you go into your business thinking, oh man, before I can make a dime, I gotta get a hundred thousand followers. <sighs> or before I can make a dime, I gotta get, you know, I don't know, my SEO or something, the page one of Google, or I have to get a bajillion subscribers on YouTube. If you go into it with that mentality, you're making it really, really, really tough for yourself to succeed. So think of it like this: you're where you are now, and then you have this sense of where you're trying to get to. How many steps are you creating for yourself between point A and point B? And if you're going into it with this mindset of, okay, well, first I got to get a website, then I got to get a blog, and then I got to mm-hmm. find stuff to write about, and I better write it, you know, you got to be consistent. So I got to write five blog posts a day, and then hopefully people will find my blog, and then they'll become readers. And that, now it's like there's like 50 billion steps between you and success, between you and where you want to go. Business really just boils down to three things, guys it's the leads, right? Getting the leads, making yeah. sales and then getting results for your clients. That's it. So if you can simplify your business that way, where you just forget about your audience size, you just forget about stuff like how good is your branding? You know, Forget about stuff like, well, you know, do I really need like amazing, beautiful pictures of me in some tropical location or under the Eiffel Tower or like in front of a private jet or something like that? Like You just take all that shit off your plate and just focus your marketing on how am I going to get leads? How am I going to get sales? What's the result that I'm going to get for my clients? and build everything in your life around that, if you can do that, you're going to make it so easy for yourself to win. I mean, it's never going to be easy. It's always going to be a challenge. But it's a hell of a lot easier using a simple business model than it is using some overcomplicated and outdated strategy that just puts all these roadblocks in your way. 
Yeah, I think it's so easy, though. I mean, it's all around us in online marketing where you know, you got to do JVs, you know, JVs are really big and a lot of people will push them or you got to become a best-selling author. And it's just so easy because it's all around us. It's easy to get distracted and get this shiny object syndrome and want to try a whole bunch of different things. You feel this pressure to almost, you know, it's like, oh, well, they're doing it. I have mm-hmm. to do that. Or, you know, if if they're having success with that, I do it. I'll have success with it. And so we overcomplicate the what the bottom line is what are we trying to achieve here get clients make a difference that's it like and we just make it so complicated by worrying about what the competition is doing what other people are doing and thinking and believing that we have to do that too it just simply isn't true and so you know we just always encourage people to keep things as simple as possible and what is the shortest most direct route you can take to not only get clients yourself but also actually deliver your own services in those ways make it easy for your clients to win don't overcomplicate things in that way either yeah make everything simple make your have a very very simple way of getting leads have a very simple way of making sales have a very simple way of getting people great results and if you can just do that you can swoop in and just just dominate wherever wherever you want to go. And especially if you guys have an offer that's priced between like $3,000 and $10,000, now you're making it even easier for yourself to win because you only need a handful of clients every month right. to hit those income goals. And then like Adrian just said, you're making it easier for your, for your clients to win too, because there's only a few of them. Right. You know, so you're hitting your income goals. You have all this freedom now because you, you don't have to worry about thousands and thousands of customers. You only have to worry about 10, 20, 30, 40. But then they can have a real VIP experience that's results driven because they're not going to get lost in the crowd. There's just a few of them. And that's how you have a high income, high impact business that actually gives you the freedom to live the life you want to live. Yeah. I remember um, a lot of people don't know this, but I was a COD student before I came to work with Russ. And I remember... Like private messaging him, trying to decide if I was going to sign up for COD. This was years ago. And I remember him asking me like, well, what's your, what's your revenue goal? You know? And I was like, $10,000 a month. Like I would be so excited if I could just make $10,000 a month. And at the time I was grossly undercharging for my services. I was doing the low ticket thing, copying what everybody else was doing, what their model was of charging lower prices. And I was going to need like 50 to 100 clients in order for me to be able to reach my revenue goals. And I remember when Russ was like, oh, you just want to make $10,000 a month? Okay, that's like two clients a month. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, yeah, that's easy. It's two clients a month. You think you can handle two clients a month? And I was like, yeah. And so it's just like, we don't think like that. In, you know, when we're surrounded by all the noise and it really is just about delivering amazing results to a small group of people who love working with you. You love working with them. You're not working a bajillion hours. You're not having to deal with a ton of affiliates and everything else. And you're just keeping things simple and you're reaching your goals and you're helping people reach their goals. And that is the best and easiest way to win. I mean, look, if 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 you want to be a major mega superstar celebrity, that's totally fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But what I'm yeah. saying is don't think that you have to do that before you can start having a successful business. And don't think that just by becoming semi-famous and getting yourself a following that the money's automatically going to come with it. Because honestly, most of the time it doesn't. No. And so you're sitting there going, man, I've done all this work. I've expended... Because it takes tremendous work, guys, to, to mm-hmm. build that kind of an audience. So it you're does. putting in all this blood, sweat, and tears and money to get thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. But then 
there's no return. There's no money. There's no clients at the end of the tunnel. All you have is this number on your Twitter page. That's yeah, it's a high number. It looks cool, but like, but like that's it. Yeah. So just just keep that in mind, guys. That you can have a very simple, very lean business, and if you really commit to making everything about getting great results for your clients, and I'm talking about your marketing, your mm-hmm. sales, if it's all built around results, you can go into any market you want and plant your flag and build a great business there. Yeah. One of the things that I did too with watching people around you and thinking you have to do what they're doing is a lot of times we and or we do think, well, everybody has to know who I am. I need to be everywhere. I need to go to this conference. I need to go to that conference. If I don't go there and I'm not represented there, then people aren't going to know who I am. And I used to go to so many conferences and events all over the place. And it's the time and the money and the time away from your family. It's such a huge investment to do that. But I really, truly believe that if I just got in front of enough people and I met enough people and people knew who I was, that I could reach my income goals. And when I sat down and really looked back at like how much money I spent going to those things and how much time I spent, I never got a single client from any of them. And when I came and started working with Russ and I, all these conferences would come up like, Oh, Russ, we should go to this conference. Oh, Russ, we should go to this conference. And he'd be like, no. And I'm like, well, why don't you like to go to conferences? He's like, well, it's not that I don't like to go to conferences. He's like, but if I just put the same amount of money and time into working on my own marketing as I do going to that conference, it would actually yield more results. And so that was like a huge eye opener for me. And I actually stopped going to events (laughs) because it's just a huge distraction and you're just making it harder. And you're really just fulfilling your own like person, like, oh, I need to feel important or be super well-known. And it doesn't really ever actually change anything in your business as far as revenue or even the impact you're making. Yeah, guys. I mean, that's such a great point, Adrian. Just remember, guys. Conventional wisdom is a recipe for staying conventional. A lot of these these like pieces of advice that you hear from people, they didn't originate with someone who's like crushing it. It's just somebody told somebody something, and then they told it to somebody, and they told it to somebody, and then all of a sudden, everyone's saying it. But you should really look at those big assumptions and just say, hey, is that true? Can I simplify this? Can I cut yeah. this out? And that's why competition is such a great thing because you can look at what they're doing and just question it. Like, yeah. is this the best way? Does that make sense? Is that going to get me to my goals? Or is there a shorter, simpler, more streamlined path that I can follow? Because here's another thing about big companies, guys, is that if they start out making some mistakes, like maybe their business model is just broken or awkward or doesn't work or doesn't get results or whatever it is, the bigger they get, the harder it is for them to course correct. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be much easier for you to like swoop in there and just put something incredible out there in the marketplace than it is going to be for those big companies or big celebrities to like pivot and just try to do what you're doing. Because even if they do, they're not going to understand why you're doing it. They're just going to try to be copying you. Yeah. And actually, that's a really cool place to be when you're <laughs> used to look up to be copied. Yeah. So guys, listen, man, if, if what we've said today has resonated with you at all and you want to find a simpler, more streamlined way to just do exactly what we talked about, get the leads, make the sales, get the clients and make a difference, then I want you guys to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call book a call to speak to our team and we'll get into all this stuff with you on the phone. Like, What are your dreams? What are your goals? Who are the competitors that you're worried about? Why shouldn't you worry about them? Why, you know, why, why is it, what can we take off your plate? And I would say more than anything else, that's what happens on the calls that we do, guys, is there's a bunch of stuff that you're worried about right now that you probably 
don't even need to worry about. You don't need to be a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have a hit YouTube channel. You don't need to have a huge audience. You don't need any of that stuff. It can be so much simpler than you ever thought to get the clients you want and build the business you want. And if we can help you do that, I'd love to talk to you about how. Book an appointment to speak to us. And uh, I promise it will be the best 45 minutes to an hour you've ever spent working on your business. Awesome. Good stuff. All right, guys. So go out there. Don't be afraid of your competitors. Take some action and let's really, really, really make things happen this year. We love you guys and we will see you on the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Ruffino, and let's talk soon.